0: Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. We date at three on Power Talk 1360
1: KFIV. And thank you so much for joining us here on The Mike Douglas Show. Great to be with you. I hope you had a great weekend. And uh, my privilege again to serve as your concierge for conversation here on The Mike Douglas Show, where we sit down together as if we might be having a cup of coffee together the issues of the day that directly affect our lives here in the Central Valley of California. And uh, we here provide a spin safe and uh, a a totally uh, cancel culture safe atmosphere so that we can rationally and reasonably discuss these issues, which uh, is not always the case in, in other Parts of our world. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, by the way, before we get into uh, some uh, sobering things, but also things we need to think about in terms of vaccines and vaccine passports and some statements that were made today by our president and, and uh, the director of the CDC before we get there, I hope you had a chance to listen to the coverage of the NCAA basketball tournaments here on KFIV over the weekend. Absolutely incredible coverage. And I believe they have some of the best play-by-play people around. Just a great coverage, as they do uh, in the fall for the NFL. Tremendous coverage uh, of NCAA basketball. And, of course, uh, this weekend uh, there were quite a few – Games going on. I don't know if you uh, if you had the opportunity to watch them or or to listen to them here on on uh, KFIV. Actually, what I did, what I do. Is uh, I, I turn on the television but I turn the audio off and I turn up KFIV and I listen to the play by play there because it's uh, frankly, uh, a whole lot better in my opinion. But uh, anyway, some uh, interesting uh, interesting games. Uh, you look at uh, Baylor and, and Villanova, wow, that was uh, that was interesting. UCLA, that was quite a game, and then my alma mater. Uh, facing Oregon uh, last night and uh, coming out victorious. But I'll tell you, if if Oregon had played the second half, or rather if Oregon had played the first half like they played in the second half, uh, it might have been a much closer game, if if not a different outcome. So anyway, all to say, I hope you're taking advantage of the opportunity to listen to the championships here on KFIB. Uh, Tonight, our show. Uh, the Midwest region uh, coming up right at four o'clock. It's going to be Oregon state versus Houston. And then uh, following that game, the South region, it'll be number three, Arkansas versus number one, Baylor. And that's going to be uh, quite a game. So again, I hope you had the opportunity to listen this weekend and I highly encourage you to take advantage uh, of the games that are, uh, that are coming up as well. All right. So as we uh, as we turn to some of these issues that are uh, are facing us today, I frankly have some concerns, and I know you're shocked to hear that. But I I do have some concerns about uh, the uh, the proposal for vaccine passports that are. Um, that are being proposed. And, and there's a, a couple of uh, versions of that. A couple of, well, two or three weeks ago, back on March 9, uh, CBS talked about travel vaccination credentials. And uh, various airlines and business groups were asking the Biden administration to develop temporary credentials that would let travelers show you and me that we had been tested and vaccinated for COVID nineteen, if in fact we believe if if we did, and uh, the airline industry thought that would help revive travel and and hospitality spending that really has been tanked by public policy towards the uh, the pandemic. But the airlines were also concerned that um, some regional credentials could cause confusion and that none would be widely accepted. Uh, the uh, A letter uh, sent to uh, the White House coordinator said it's crucial to establish uniform guidance, and the U.S. must be a leader in this development. And uh, the groups, by the way, that are looking at developing this include uh, U.S. and international trade, airline trade organizations, airline labor unions, and the U.S. Chamber of Com- uh, Commerce. So, I uh, here here's, here are some of my concerns, and and let me know what you think. Are you for the 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 concept of the passports or not? Why or why not? The Biden administration now is working with private companies to develop a standard for a vaccine passport and it could be uh used in uh in not too uh in not too many months passports according uh, to a report by the washington post are expected to be free and available through applications for uh smartphones which uh, could display a scannable code like an airline boarding pass and so americans Without smartphones, could you know print out the passport information? Otherwise, I have some uh, I have some concerns about this in terms of my health information being readily to the state and federal government and to the county, for that well, or for that matter. What do you think? Our number here is two zero nine five five one three four eight three two zero nine five five one so let's say you want to travel. You want to go visit Aunt Martha on the East Coast. And let's say you don't have a passport. Maybe you're in uh, an age group that really uh, is, is not of concern. Well, what do we do? You don't have a passport. Or let's say that you uh, listen for HIPAA rules. Remember HIPAA, the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, Accountability Act? Well, why should I have a digital passport for the vaccine, a vaccine
2: passport,
1: if HIPAA apply to every other area of my life? And let's take it down maybe to some local things. Uh, Maybe you're going to a concert at a concert venue. they ask you, do you have your your, uh, vaccination passport? Well, what if you don't? What if you want to go here in Stanislaus County? What if you want to go maybe to the Gallo Center? And they decide, well, you're not coming in unless you can show your... uh, your passport look i am not <clears throat> i am not opposed to having a card that shows i've been b- vaccinated and i can show that card we've been using vaccination cards for years my angst is over this digitizing of my health records so that gavin newsom biden or for that matter donald trump And have access to health information. I don't care who it is, Democrat or Republican. I don't care who it is, whether they are liberal or conservative. I just want my medical information to be private. Again, if I choose to show them a card, not opposed to that, but... uh, I don't know about this uh, digitizing and, and having it, uh, because we know, we, we know how our local, state, and federal governments are against hacking. That will never happen, right? <laughs> and so there goes our, our private information. So we'll be talking about that with you in just a few minutes. Again, uh, the uh, vaccine passport. Are you for it? you Are against it? What Does it make a difference to you, whether it's just a card you carry or whether it's digitized so it goes into a database? Let's talk about that in three or four minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show. Again, our phone number, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. We'll be talking about all of that in three or four minutes when the Mike Douglas Show continues. Here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas
0: Show every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 first traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center.
3: Look out for a big rig crash in Stockton. There's a car involved, two southbound five at Highway four, the left lane of the connector ramp, eastbound four. Uh, from South 5 is blocked, and you're backed up from Fremont Street, North 5 through Stockton, delayed from El Dorado all the way to 8. For the latest on the Valerie opening, tune to news on 1360 a.m. KFIV.
0: Double. No way. Your <laughs> stimulus. This
2: is crazy.
0: Get ready for another $1,400 payment. Yay. This time from iHeartRadio. I just won $1,400. Winner. Unbelievable. After winner. I just doubled my stimulus. After winner. That's so amazing. Ah, I gotta tell all my friends so they
4: can win too.
0: All day, every weekday. This is so awesome. Keep listening here for your next chance to win $1,400. Just
4: keep trying. Just keep
5: trying. And double your stimulus. Yay.
6: This report is sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Tax season can be a big headache if identity thieves steal personal info from your tax forms. LifeLock helps store your identity. No one can monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Promo code RISC.
7: Hello, I'm Michelle DeBudio, Executive Director of Valley Caregiver Resource Center. Life is full of challenges for older adults. At Valid Caregivers, we're here with the tools you need to take care of your loved ones and better care of yourself. Our purpose is to help families caring for loved ones impaired by chronic ailments such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, traumatic brain injury, or stroke. Caring for older adults can be difficult, especially if you're doing it alone. Valid Caregiver provides respite, education classes, legal consulting, and support groups, and each client is assigned a personal advocate that will walk alongside the caregiver journey with you. I would like to invite you to call Valley Caregiver Resource Center at 559-224-9154 or visit our website, valleycrc.org, 559-224-9154. Valley Caregivers only sees possibilities by providing support to unpaid family caregivers. Thank you.
4: Discover one of the CIA's illicit Cold War initiatives on the iHeartRadio original podcast, Operation Midnight Climax. An undercover brothel dosing unwitting Americans with LSD, a mind control experiment gone horribly 50s, the government wouldn't let you watch Elvis Presley shake his hips on TV. But the same government was running a brothel in broad daylight. Listen to Operation Midnight Climax on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get podcasts. Do
8: you have three ex wives, and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-276-1640. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems. And if you're 50 or 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about 100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember, call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-276-1640. That's 800-276-1640. For a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with, call Big Lou at 800-276-1640. 800-276-1640
0: father preacher friend it's the conversation you've missed the mike douglas show weekdays at three on power talk 1360 kfiv
1: and thanks again for joining us so happy to have you with us here monday through friday at 3 p.m here on the mike douglas show again my privilege privilege to serve you as your concierge for conversation as we tackle some of the uh a more sobering and sometimes uh, more happy uh, issues that face us directly here in the Central Valley of California. And today we're talking about the proposal for a vaccine passport. And again, my opinion on this is I don't mind carrying a vaccine card, a hard copy card that shows that I've been vaccinated for whatever. We've been doing that for years and years and decades, decades and decades. But what I am concerned about is this proposed digitized vaccine passport. The Washington Post is uh, reporting that uh, there are already 17 initiatives underway uh, that are identified by the President Biden administration to try to accomplish this. And the initiatives uh, include uh, ones by the World Health Organization and their effort to create a digital pass that is uh, going to be devised, apparently, by IBM and is now being tested in, in New York State. And one of the teams that works on this is called the Vaccination Credential Initiative, the Vaccination Credential Initiative. It's a coalition that's trying to standardize how data and vaccination records is is tracked. So a man named Brian Anderson, he's a physician at MITRE, M-I-T-R-E. Uh, it's a nonprofit that runs federally funded research centers. Uh, he's helping lead the initiative. He says, quote, the busboy, the janitor, the waiter that works at a restaurant, Wants to be surrounded by employees that are going back to work safely and wants to have the patrons ideally be safe as well. All right, is the defense of having a, a vaccine uh, passport? The vaccination credential initiative also includes the Mayo Clinic, Mike and more than two hundred and twenty five other organizations as reported by the post. So I'm, I'm listening to this, and, and Microsoft is involved. The World Health Organization is involved. involved IBM is involved. Uh, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And uh, they're participating in the World Health Organization's effort to create this digital vaccination certificate. And they're preparing uh, to play a role in determining which organizations will credential and, and issue the, uh, the certificates. Uh, I don't know. Our phone number here. Again, be interested uh, to what you think. Uh, 209-551-3483. Area code 209-551-3483. Would you consent to having a digital vaccine passport? I mean, one that you can... Download or upload into your upload the information into your uh, into your smartphone or your iPhone. I, uh, I I I'm I'm not up for that. I'm really not. What about you? What do you What do you think? How how would it, it, and what if the government makes it mandatory? What about that? Yeah, that that's uh, that's another issue, and that's being uh, addressed by a man named Brian Castrucci. He's the head of the uh, De Beaumont Foundation, which is a public health uh, group that uh, funds research into vaccine hesitancy. He says if it became a governmental mandate, it would go down a dark road very quickly. It becomes a credential it becomes quote needing your papers if you will that could be dangerous and it could turn off people well it's already turning me off i just i'm uh, i i just don't think so Get our phone number here if you'd like to chime in area code 209-551-3483 area code 209-551-3483 Ezekiel Emanuel, he's a University of Pennsylvania bioethics expert, and he advised the Biden's transition team on the coronavirus. He says it has to be that everyone can get it. It's their choice, as it were. The one thing I'm concerned about is that some people won't be able to get vaccinated for a variety of reasons yeah well, i don't know i think that uh, that tends to dodge uh, dodge the the question uh a little bit so again the issue is are you uh, are you willing are we willing to have to have this to get onto an airplane are we willing to have to have this uh in order to go to a concert and again i i'm not i'm not opposed to having a, a card if if that's going to be necessary but if we're looking at people who are on uh, the low end of of uh, danger, you know, those who are younger in years and and uh, they have a, a very low risk, uh, why should? And what about those who have already had the virus? They're not supposed to get vaccinated. Uh, at my understanding there's some uh, there's some danger there, and so uh, you know it becomes. Uh, it becomes a, a difficult question uh for us I, I think it's an ethical issue and when it comes to uh state and federal governments and and ethics i'm not too sure that i really uh trust uh the way that uh the way that they're going to uh the way that they're going to so uh as uh, as this becomes a uh um, a more prevalent movement as this moved ahead. Again, what, 17 initiatives underway right now by account of the Biden administration. Um, I, I'm just a bit worried that this is moving uh, a little uh, ahead of, of where we need to go. And uh, I, the other thing that concerns me about the advent of this vaccine passport is that <clears throat> Governments, at least here in California and now at the uh, federal level, don't seem to be too encouraging about the prospect of returning to any semblance of normalcy. And we'll be talking about that in a couple of minutes. Uh, And one of the issues is that um, at least the CDC director uh, thinks uh, uh, there's, there's some cause to worry about what lies ahead. Uh, and the president uh, telling uh, various governors today that he wants those mask uh, issues kept in place so uh we have uh we have some things to think about maybe it's not a big deal to you maybe it's uh maybe it's not a, a radical thing for you to uh, to think about uh John from uh Brentwood you have a thought about this and uh, we need to keep this uh, go, go, go. uh pretty short. john what what do you think Do you think it's a big deal or not
9: I can't... Um, not so much. I'm, I'm definitely against the government mandate for it, but as far as having digital information on your phone, what kind of digital information don't we have on a phone already? I mean, insurance, um, bank information, uh, you can pretty much bring up anything about your life probably on your phone if you're on it enough. And I just, I'm not that concerned about that is that aspect of it. I am very concerned if the government decides that yes, they're going to mandate it and it's going to have to be, um, as far as the, you know, the, have, having to have a vaccine or to go to in certain places, isn't that kind of like a personal business chance, too? I mean, can't businesses decide they may not want to entertain you if you don't have the vac- proof of the vaccination? I don't think mm-hmm. it has to be something that businesses have to go to the government to try and get a mandate pushed for it. I think they can do that on their own as being a private business. They can say, well, if you don't have it, we don't want to let you in. Just like sure. you're not wearing a shirt or whatever it is. I mean, I don't yeah. think.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, and and John, I'm going to run here. Thanks for the call. Some some great points, John. One of the things I agree with you about is businesses deciding how they want to handle that. Um, I, I think they have the right to do that. I think that's uh, part of being a business owner and having that freedom. We'll talk more about this coming right up here on the Mike Douglas Show. 209-551-3483 on Power thirteen sixty K F I V.
0: The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on power Talk 1360 KFIV.
7: Now, use the power of radio advertising to connect with customers around the corner and across the U.S. Introducing iHeart AdBuilder Nationwide, a new way to advertise your product or service from coast to coast. It's the ideal way to grow your company from a local web-based business into a company with customers all over the country. Use iHeart AdBuilder nationwide to create your own custom radio ad quickly and cost-effectively. Just click, listen, approve, then hear it on the radio. For a free, customized ad, sign up now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Power Talk
0: 1360 Burst Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center.
3: Eastbound 120 Manteca slow today. Main Street to 99 with eastbound 205 and Tracy also slow. Tracy Boulevard to 5. North 5 after that through Lathrop tied up from Roth Road all the way into Stockton. And then south 5 connector ramp to uh, eastbound Highway 4. Uh, We have a car and a big rig that collided. You're back up from Fremont Street. For the latest on the Valley Reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV.
6: This report is sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Tax season can be a big headache if identity thieves steal tax forms. LifeLock helps protect, monitor, and restore your identity. No one can monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Promo code RISK.
1: Hi, Mike Douglas here. Did you know the average dog needs 60 minutes of exercise per day? Well, Canines on the Move understands that exercising your pet is essential for good health and alleviating destructive behavior. Trust the experts at Canines on the Move. If you're too busy to exercise your dog, call Canines on the Move at 209 226 1150. That's 209 226 1150
4: because a Walk a Day keeps the vet Free elite free Tylenol two times a
5: day. That was David's daily routine of aspirin and anti inflammatories to keep his agonizing knee. I
8: haven't had any in four weeks.
5: That's because David discovered non-surgical long-term pain relief at Modesto Physical Medicine.
4: It's amazing. One of my customers told me he heard about that place and they were working wonders and I strongly agree they're working wonders.
5: Modesto Physical Medicine uses regenerative cell treatments that help heal and restore damaged joints in the knees, hips, shoulders, back and elbows. No drugs or surgery whatsoever. Used for years with elite athletes. Now available to you.
4: You know, it's what Kobe bryant did when he went to germany and so i said well that's going to be better than surgery so i went there it beat the knee replacement
5: call modesto physical medicine for your complimentary consultation today just blocks north of memorial hospital in modesto 209-838-3434 that's 838-3434 call now 838-3434 from the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer Weather Center.
6: This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. With Indeed, you don't need a storm to catch lightning in a bottle. Find great people fast with hiring tools like... millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver people whose resumes fit your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit.
2: Hey, everybody.
4: It's Gianno Caldwell. You may know me as a national political analyst, but today I'm here to tell you about my new podcast series... Out Loud with Giano Caldwell, the sworn enemy of PC culture. I'll interview national guests from all walks of life and real people discussing issues on culture and politics, as well as the controversies that have social media blazing. iHeartRadio is number
5: one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Listen to Out Loud with Giano Caldwell every Monday on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Sunny skies all day. We will see highs in the low 70s with clear skies overnight as well. Gets a little chilly in the mid-40s, and then mostly sunny tomorrow. Get ready for 80 degrees.
0: It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show. On Power Talk, 1360 KFIB.
1: and thank you for being part of the conversation. Mike Douglas here, serving as your concierge for conversation as we tackle some of the uh, some of the uh, so sobering issues that are facing us today in uh, rational and reasonable ways. Uh, right now, we've been talking about the uh, proposed vaccine passport to show that you have received the, uh, one of the uh, COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, again, my, my thought is, and many of you who've been vaccinated, you you've received a, a, a hard copy card, right? They put the date and what type of vaccine and, and, and such on your card. Uh, and I have no problem with that. Uh, if, if that's going to be acceptable, who knows, maybe that's not going to be deemed as suck, uh, acceptable, uh, by the uh, World Health Organization if you want to travel internationally. Uh, what I'm not quite there with yet is the uh, is the digital version that would go on my smartphone. Now, John from Brentwood made a good point a few minutes ago. He said, well, hey, Mike, look, you carry uh, other stuff on your phone, you know, banking information and, and all that. You're right, John. And so there is that uh i'm i'm a big digital guy in some ways i love to have my little digital thing when i go to the airport and my airplane tickets i prefer not to have hard copies i prefer just to go to the tsa guy and put my uh my iphone down there on the glass with the uh, qr code on it and uh move on then and when i get to the gate we're ready to board I love put my little digital thing on there, so it's not like I'm anti-digital at all. It's just that uh, I I guess I'm still stuck on having my uh, health records uh, in my phone where they can be hacked. But, uh, again, maybe some of you, like John uh, from Brentwood, don't feel that that's a a big deal uh, to you. Our phone number here, 209-551-3483. Do you think maybe the hard copy, hard copy card you get is sufficient enough uh, to carry with you? Or do you think we need to move into this digital version? Again, our phone number here, 209-551-3483. Now, earlier today, you know, one of the, one of the things I, I look for, and some politicians provide it, others don't, is I look for valid and real encouragement about where we're going. I look for a positivity about where the nation is going, or the state is going, or on the local level from a mayor or a county CEO, et cetera. I look for some positive things. Yes, address the issues. Uh, we need to do that. But overall, listen, we're we're doing well. We're 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 going to get to where we need to go. I'm not picking that up real well today from two sources. Uh, One is from President Biden himself, and one is from Dr. Rochelle Walensky. Now, Dr. Walensky is the director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And uh, in a conference today, She uh, got a a little emotional, I think. She says she's concerned about the United States of America facing impending doom as uh, COVID-19 cases may begin to rebound, threatening to send more people to the hospital, even as vaccinations accelerate nationwide. Let's listen to what she had to say.
6: I'm going to pause here. I'm going to lose the script and I'm going to reflect on the recurring feeling I have of impending doom. We have so much to look forward to, so much promise and potential of where we are and so much reason for hope. But right now I'm scared.
1: Okay. So you have reasons for this positivity, but you're scared. So the director of our Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is scared, that doesn't give me a good feeling at all. Now, why is she scared? Well, again, she's thinking apparently that there's going to be a rebound. And, you know, in in terms of politics, there's always this technique or strategy. I'm not saying she's doing it. I'm just saying something to think about. There's always this strategy that many politicians have in their back pocket, and that is to always be needed, uh, to always keep people in a condition where they need to come back to you for whatever they need. And we, th- this is one of the issues I have with uh, guaranteed incomes, universal incomes, blah, blah, blah. I just feel that it's, it's hurting people in the short term, it's hurting people in the long term uh, as well. And the reason is it keeps people dependent upon the government. As our Constitution was written, in my understanding of the um, of, uh, of the future predictions, the, the wants, the desires, uh, the foreshadowing that our founders saw, they were looking for a United States of America for a populace that would not grow to need the government more and more and more. I think what they would see today would be something that they thought was very foreign to what they intended, but possibly uh, very familiar in terms of what they feared. Anyway, um, so I'm I'm wondering if if that plays into this, and whether or not it played in today uh, to a statement that President Biden made uh, about the coronavirus response and and he's begging governors, state governors to keep the mandate for masks. Let's listen to what the president had to say today.
2: I'm reiterating my call for every governor, mayor, and local leader
3: to maintain
2: and reinstate the mask mandate. Please, this is not politics. Reinstate the mandate if you let it down. And business should require masks as well. The failure to take this virus seriously. Precisely what got us in this mess in the first place. If we let our guard down now, we could see a virus getting worse, not better.
1: All right, there's more positive thinking uh, for us from the president. I want to go back and. And play the first couple of seconds uh, of that, because uh, this rubs me the wrong way. Maybe maybe it doesn't bother you. Let's listen again for a second.
2: I'm reiterating my call for every governor, mayor, and local leader to maintain and reinstate the mask mandate. Please, this is not politics. Really?
1: (laughs) Please, this is not politics. It has to be politics, President Biden. Anytime that you implement public policy, it involves politics and so to, to <laughs> I'm just asking you to be real with us, to be genuine. Uh, to say that it's not politics is that's a flat out lie. Of course it's politics. You look at the various responses to the COVID nineteen virus across the nation, the way different states have handled it the way different communities, counties have handled it. And there's just a uh, disparity in, in the way that uh, th- that policies have been formulated and then carried out. Uh, it, is, it is not a cookie cutter approach. It is not one size fits all. And uh, if you look at places like Florida and, and others where they've taken a more relaxed approach uh, to the lockdowns and such, uh, the numbers are not that radically different. And so it, it, it begins to tell us that there are agendas here. I in California, and listen, I when this all began as I was listening to Governor Newsom, I really wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt. In fact, and I think I stated this early on back March a year ago, I felt that he was uh, making some good statements. He was headed towards some uh, good policies. He was doing some good things in, ten- in terms of working with the federal government, the Trump administration at that time, and uh, t- you know standing there in front of the mercy ship uh, down in uh, Los Angeles Harbor and, and, and such, and making the preparations to have extra hospital facilities if we needed it. I thought that was all good, but as— uh, you know, the uh, the goal of 15 days to flatten the curve turned out into a month and two months and three months, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 months, heading now to 12 months that we're passing. Uh, no, I, uh, I have to say I don't agree uh, with the lockdown policies. And of course, it's political. And so uh, President Biden, I think, uh, I, I think we need to get real let's get real about uh, about this and realize there are differing opinions and those need to be recognized right, we'll talk more about this our phone number here 209-551-483 again area code 209-551-3483 will you carry that digital passport vaccination uh, vaccine passport in your phone or not, you mind carrying a hard copy of it to ride an airplane or go to a concert, uh, even to step into a business. What do you think? Again 2095513483. the conversation will continue in about three or four minutes right here on the Mike Douglas show on PowerTalk 1360 KFIV
0: The Mike Douglas Show every weekday at three on Power Talk 1360 kfiv power talk
3: 1360 burst traffic from the jackson rancheria resort traffic center modesto southbound 99 the off ramp to 132 closed through june 25th as part of the state route 132 alignment project and then south 99 manteca tied up from austin road all the way to hammett the eastbound 205 right in tracy slow from tracy boulevard to five for the latest on the valley reopening tune to news on 1360 a.m kfiv
6: This report is sponsored by LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Tax season can be a big headache if identity thieves steal personal info from your tax forms. LifeLock helps monitor and restore your identity no one can monitor all transactions at all businesses but you can save up to 25 percent off your first year at lifelock.com promo code risk
4: are you at the end of your rope you know chronic achy joints the daily dose of pain meds hey it's trevor Carey. there's a new modern day solution to your pain it's called regenerative cell treatment at modesto physical medicine I've really looked into this. It's an amazing, powerful process. It addresses the root cause of the pain in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, or back. And you know what you'll finally get? Relief. Come on, you owe it to yourself. Don't spend one more day in pain. Call Modesto Physical Medicine today. Get started on the road to recovery and a pain-free life. One of the biggest regrets for Modesto Physical Medicine patients is they didn't start the treatment sooner. Give them a call. They'll tell you a whole lot more about it. People are satisfied. And let me tell you what the best news is. No surgery, no pain meds, no downtime. Just blocks north of Memorial Hospital in Modesto. Call 209-838-3434. 838-3434. Get rid of the pain by calling 838-3434. Tell him Trevor sent you.
6: In a world where being vulnerable is often considered weak, comes a new podcast where host Carrie Champion asks some of the greatest celebrities in sports and entertainment to get naked. I'm Carrie Champion, the host of a brand new podcast, Naked with Carrie Champion, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Naked with Carrie Champion invites your hero to tell their story. What we see on TV is not always what's real. So listen to the Naked with Carrie Champion podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you
4: get your podcasts. If dogs have four legs, do they have to walk twice as much? Let Canines on the Move give them a new leash on life by exercising them when you can't. Call Canines on the Move at 209-226-1150 for a free consultation because a walk a day keeps the vet away.
6: Is it time to renew your vehicle registration? Take care of it online. Renewing online with the new DMV website is quick and safe. Without a visit to a DMV office, visit dmv.ca to start your renewal today.
0: The Trevor Carey Show. Amen. Follows Mike Douglas every weekday at 4. Well said. On Power Talk 1360 KFIB.
1: And again, thank you for joining us here on the Mike Douglas Show at 3 to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday right here on Powertrack 1360 KFIV, where we can just have very safe and honest and genuine and and rational and realistic conversations. So happy that uh, you're part of that mix. Again, our telephone number here, if you'd like to uh, weigh in on this issue of vaccines and vaccine passports and COVID-19 policy, our number here, 209. 551-3483, Five five one three four eight three. Area code two zero nine. Five five one three four eight three. Well, speaking of COVID nineteen and such, uh, congratulations uh, to Stanislaus County, who last week moved out T box, the widespread purple tier, uh, to the red substantial tier. And uh that's uh that's been quite a journey. I think I think we were uh in the purple tier around mid November, weren't we? And I think we basically stayed there here in Stanislaus County for that time. San Joaquin County, we're we're cheering for you to make your move. I know that you're still in the uh the purple tier. However, tomorrow, Tuesday, is the day that the state comes out with uh, its new statistics that tell us which counties which counties are in what tier. So right now, as of, uh, as of last Tuesday, and this would apply till today, of course tomorrow, uh, this may well change. Uh, but uh, for the past week, there are eight counties now, only eight counties in the purple or widespread tier. That's about a little over 6% of California's counties. Uh, quite a few of us uh, graduated to the red substantial tier. Uh, and and that was a good thing. Uh, Kern County, Nevada, and uh, we in Stanislaus moved up. So there are now 39 counties in the red substantial tier. That's a little over 83% of uh, of the state. And then... Uh, some moved up to the orange or the moderate tier. And uh, those moving up were uh, Lassen, Marin, San Francisco, Santa Clara, Trinity, and, uh, and YOLO uh, moved up to the orange tier. So now in the orange tier, there are nine uh, counties there, uh, a little over 10% of the counties in the state, and uh, two counties now in the uh, yellow minimal Tier. For a while, it was just Alpine County. uh, (laughs) They're all by in the yellow tier, uh, the minimal tier, but uh, now Sierra County has uh, joined it as well. Uh, So if you're interested, those counties still in the purple tier uh, Glenn, Yuba, San Joaquin, Merced, Madera, Fresno, Inyo, and Kings, and uh, those in the orange or moderate tier. Now Trinity, Lassen, Plumas, YOLO, San Francisco, San Mateo, Santa Clara, Mariposa, and Marin Counties. Again, that may, uh, that, that may uh, change tomorrow as the state comes out with the new statistics. Uh, has your well, So let me ask you, you've had a week now. We've had a week here in Stanislaus County in the red tier. Anything changed for you? Have you noticed anything different? in the restaurants maybe that you like to go to have you noticed uh what about schools uh the difference for your children or your grandchildren in in schools how about worship centers ah well here let me give you my opinion on that one as i'm somewhat qualified as a a vocational pastor um Really not, not much changes. Uh, indoor, if you look at uh, the indoor requirements for houses of worship in the uh, in the red tier, uh, yes, you can meet indoors, but uh, you're supposed to have masks. If you're a, a singer or a performer, as they say, you know, whoever wrote this in Sacramento, I, I don't think, did, did they really consult any of us? from houses of worship because we never would have called the people on the platform performers. They're worship leaders. Eh, But anyway, that's a small thing. Maybe it's just me, but anyway, so you have to wear a mask. If you're singing, you have to wear a mask
4: if you're blowing
1: a wind instrument. Now, as I told you earlier, and I'll remind people again, I've been playing trumpet for 55 years or more. There is no way, no how you can play trumpet with a COVID-19 effective mask on. It's not going to happen. Either you can't play the trumpet or you're going to cause the mask not to do its job because you're going to have to move it in order to play. You got to take breaths and air is uh, is going into the horn Condensation is coming out of the horn with a spit valve. I mean, I can go on and on, but I don't. I don't know that they really consulted uh, people in houses of worship, nor did they consult musicians when they wrote this stuff. Maybe they did, but it doesn't appear. <laughs> it doesn't appear to me that that was uh, that was the case. So, has your life changed any? Stanislaus County, having moved into the red uh, tier from. Purple tier. Our number here two zero nine five five one three four eight three. Area code two zero nine five five one three four eight three. And I, I always I wonder about things. I, I wonder about things, and one of the things I wonder about is how many counties started moving up in the tiers around the time of the deadline for the recall signatures to recall Governor Gavin Newsom. Very interesting to me. And they were changing some of the uh, formulas, uh, the, the, in, in including the number of vaccinations and such. But anyway, uh, the, the, there were some dynamics there that I found interesting. So back on March 9, there were 34 counties. 80% of California counties were in the purple widespread. Now there's only 8 on march 9 there were 20 counties in the red tier and now there's 39 so it went from about 20% to 83% and then the orange uh, level there were three counties then there's there's uh, nine uh, nine now and in the, uh, in the uh, minimal level alpine county good old alpine county they they've been right there in the yellow minimal tier for uh for quite a while and uh, again i just find it interesting uh the timing of all this and how many of us are moving up in the tiers as the um, as the recall uh begins to uh, move ahead obviously they're they're going to uh going to be assessing those signatures shortly well before we leave you today uh sharon and modesto uh, she's been thinking about the vaccine, Sharon. What's your uh, What's your thoughts? Are you going to get it? Or are you not going to get it, uh, and why?
6: I'd like to explain why I'm not going to get it. According to my lifetime experience with new pharmaceuticals, I say new pharmaceuticals. As an infant, I was given a new pharmaceutical called Sulfa, which was tried on. Uh, military members during World War II. This was given to me as an 18-month-old baby, and it collapsed my lungs. Mm. And I had to have uh, shots in my shoulder blades to uh, inflate my lungs. Uh, then, Sharon, when I,
1: God, God's time yes? is eternal. Sharon, mine is not. I've got to run. I'm sorry. Yes. Thanks for your call. Good, good point. Remember, basketball coming next. Sharon, please uh, call in again this week. We'd like to get the rest of the story.